podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Trample Bet Podcast for Saturday, the 5th of December 2020. I'm your host, John Walker, and with me as always is Andy Vaughan. Hello. And Gordo, who's banished for those on Hello. Patreon. <laughs> How you doing? Excellent. Good. December and it's snowing in Cumbernauld. I have seen my first snow. Yeah. It's snowing here as well. I did not ever. Yeah. Fucking Cumbernauld. It's every fucking three months. I know. I mean, because I used to stay down in the West Coast, we'd, we'd like, we'd, it would have to be like a whiteout for us to get snow because we're beside the sea. And when I woke up this morning, it was like a childlike glee of like, it's snow. Oh, I, I have to work from home anyway. It doesn't stop me doing anything. <laughs> it's disappointing. I hate snow. I bet you do hate snow. You're wearing a gilet indoors. <laughs> I know. I hate it. There's hate actually it. no purpose. It just, to it. it just knackers the transport infrastructure. That's all it does. Well, that was my point. Was like years last year. This would have been awesome because I would have an excuse to work from home. Yeah. And not travel in. But I'm already working from home, so now it's just. No, it's it's something that can potentially uh, cancel football fixtures. So therefore, I don't like it. <laughs> uh, it could be eat, eat, touch and go though, depending on how the uh, the Premier League games go and who I'm playing in the fantasy league. That might be all right. Like if a Le- me and you're playing and Leeds game gets cancelled, I'm feeling great. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, how fucking did you watch any of the Championship football last night? Yeah, I in seen England. Harvey Elliott's goal for Blackburn. It's about. Yeah. How good having a fucking crowd and the guy, the guy on Sky Sports News was reading it. I just had like on the background. Yeah, yeah. And it, he was at the ground when Wickham were coming out. I think Talksport where they talked about it. The players coming out and actually having fans cheering people coming out for a warm up. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, it's almost, it's almost there, Andy. We can almost go back. It'll be staggered though, and it'll be balanced yeah. and various yeah. other yeah. things, won't it? So. Did you, I, I didn't mind any of the change at first, seeing no crowd and putting crowd noise in. It's yeah, new. Yeah. Do you know what it was? I was watching the locomotive um, Bayern game a couple of weeks. Yeah. And it was, it was great. Locomotive were booing Bayern players on the ball, and I was like, that's what I've missed. That. Yeah, yeah. Because it only will happen during real crowds, because it will not be ballsy enough to put booing over the fan. Oh, yeah, right. the Bayern fan. <laughs> Yeah, but they should though. They should give con- complete control of the tannoy uh, to the home team for them just to do whatever they like. And I mean, and teams have done like mascots have wound other teams up and various other. Should be a no holds barred thing where they can do whatever they want. <laughs> but if they put in any sort of sectarian songs, they get fined in the in the normal way, as if it was as if it was supporters doing it. So still a thing you can do. But it you, comes uh, at a price. It comes at a price. <laughs> a predefined price. I'm just stalling because I don't want to talk about last week's picks. Absolutely sickening, John. I know. Ask, ask, ask me about them. I know. I'll, I'm, I'll talk about them for a while. I'm so glad. I'm looking at see if I cover mine up. So only people on Patreon can see what I'm doing with my camera. But if I cover my Excel spreadsheet at the top four cells, <laughs> it looks fantastic. It looks Brilliant like a week. great week for the podcast. So yeah, mine's just rotten. My banker, AC Milan, two Fiorentina now. I didn't know Ibrahimovic was missing, and that changes everything for that team because the minute they were two and a half at half time, the game was dead. Fiorentina did. Nothing, man. Actually, nothing. Game finished two 0 so I didn't get my second half goal at one to four. So that was, but that was the end of my week. I already knew I had missed my other three, so I was rotten, man. 
Um, my banker came in on Saturday afternoon, nice and early. Uh, Stuttgart versus Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich won the game 3 1 uh, at odds of 2 7. I'd also called out Munchen Gladbach uh, against Schalke as an extra banker that, you should, that everyone should get involved and just stick on coupons to boost them. And uh, Munchen Gladbach won 4 1. Yes, because so that was my banker. <laughs> um, so my. That was, was it? My, oh, was yeah. that yours? <laughs> was what was my... the extra one? What was the extra one I called? I called out an extra one. You, you called league. out. You, you called out that you fancied uh, Munchen Gladbach to be minus one because Schalke were so bad. Ah right. Uh, okay. So, but Borussia Munchen Gladbach won that game four one uh, at four to eleven, which is a big banker price. Huge. Those odds were ridiculous. But I was saying, Andy, I rebacked Bayern because by the time I looked at the three o'clock, they were a goal down. Yeah. So did I. I did the exact same thing. That was great. Oh. Um, yeah, what about your what about your value then, John? Take us with your tell us about your value. So Cove away Airdrie, game finished one one, Cove were one nil up at half time, but the second half they were fucking rotten. They were absolutely rotten. I watched the, the highlights on BBC Scotland, um or it was their website. It seemed like a ten minute highlight package and the guy for pure football had analysed it and he had said that this pattern kept happening in the first half and then showed about seven of the same incidents where the goal came from of Airdrie playing through the centre of Cove and Cove done that in the second half. There's a guy called uh, Rob, something Robert that plays for Airdrie that came over to the French leagues. Alain Robert, is it? Excellent, man. He's absolutely fucking brilliant. I don't know what he's doing there because like, legitimately seemed to be like decent Scottish Premier League sides interested in him. Yeah. And he ended up at Airdrie. But a fucking screamer. Uh, 1-1, it finished over pissed. So I will no longer be back in Cove even though I fully expect them to go back on a run now that they're back at home of wins. But yeah, Cover on the cunts list for me. Alan Robert it must be about 60 years old. I know. <laughs> what the fuck nonsense are you talking? It was, it was the only Robert I know. That was, that was like, <laughs> Alan Robert. Robert, was Lauren Robert not a more... Probably, you were probably too young to even know who Lauren Robert is. Yeah, but Alan Robert's like 60, so surely if anyone... I <laughs> shouldn't be knowing that guy. Oh, my value bet! My value bet came good. Um, Jan Regensburg against the Wurzburger, uh, Wurzburger kickers, home win at even money. Um, the match ended two one in favour of Regensburg, but the the one was a ninety third minute consolation goal. So this was actually a pretty comfortable value win. Was it not nil nil until quite late on in that game as well? And then like it was a nice two goal cushion put in. Uh, no, it was. I don't think it was. No. All right. Okay. I think, I think when I looked, Reg- at it, Regensburg no, no. got their two got their two nil got their second goal in like eighty six minutes or eighty seven minutes mm-hmm. uh, to go two nil up, uh, and that really cemented it. Uh, nice. But I think I think their I think their first goal was I don't think it was a late goal by any means. It was you text the group at the same time uh, that I'd texted about something else. I can't remember what it was, and I just assumed that there were both goals that came about eighty minutes, but. Um, if, if it came any earlier than that, then fantastic. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. The, the, the first Regensburg goal would have been around the 80th minute. Maybe yeah, sorry, I, that's what I mean. But it wasn't, like, it wasn't like super late no. injury time carnage like yeah. we've had in uh, previous Japanese games where there's been four goals in stoppage <laughs> yeah. time. Um, a good win for you, Andy. And then uh, my value, which is my favourite pick of the week, yeah, which definitely. is Bodo at home to Rosenberg. Uh, even money. Bodo won 5-1. That's good. That was really like, good. That's just if 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 you want a hallmark of a team that are like, like when you don't need to win and you go out and win five one, 
to stop someone else getting into the Europa League. That's a good team. I mean, um, you, call, you called that. I was a wee yeah. bit hesitant because of the fact they didn't need to win, but you you were uh, you were yeah. you were confident and you were very correct. You don't win picks. 18 18 home games in a row without learning how to win at home. Um, but yeah, yeah. so e- even money, that was it. That was good. The Airdrie winger is called Thomas Robert, and he is actually the son of Lauren Robert of Newcastle. So hmm. ah. Airdrie got him from Montpellier. What um, a connection that is! But year old man, honestly, mental. My outsider was in the Czech League. It was Siska versus Pilsen. It finished 0-0. The home team were 5-1. to So it was a big price I'd taken them at. Um, it was a very even game. Pilsen were probably the better side. But finished 0-0. Nothing really to report on. A 5-1 to outsider didn't come good. Shock. Uh, my outsider was 3-1 to and it did come good. It was Leeds United away at Everton. Uh, Leeds won that game 1-0. So that was me, banker, value, and outsider. All that, was such, that was such a low-scoring game, right? It was great. And I had said so that, it me. Because in my fantasy draft league, it's obviously the biggest competition of the year. For, you know, I have the Leeds goalkeeper and two Leeds defenders. So that clean sheet basically guaranteed me a win. Well, that was the point I was going to make, was Mingda had said that I fancied it to be like a free-all for free. Yeah. There was 36 shots in goal. There was plenty of chances. Like, Honest yep. to fucking God. That was the same as the Man City Leeds game as well at Ellen Road, where there was like 40 shots in goal and it finished 1-1. Yeah. One of these Leeds games is going to be a ridiculous scoreline. Like, it is going to be about 5-all. One of these games this season. Well, it's we've already seen the opening game against Liverpool was 4-3, yeah. wasn't it? Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think we'll see another another one or two of them at some point. Yes. Uh, and my outsider was my, my worst pick of the week um, and was Sassuolo versus Inter. I'd taken that as a draw. <laughs> Inter were up 3-0 at half time and were up 1-0 after two minutes. <laughs> it really didn't give me any run for my money for even coming close to a draw. But uh, yeah, a, a, a good result for, for Inter there, but uh, nowhere near my draw. Yeah. And on to the failed charity. Um, I was in the Croatian League, Gorica versus Lokomotiv Zagreb. Um, I took the home side Gorica at 7-10. They took the lead 1-0 and then conceded late in the second half against Zagreb and it finished 1-1. Uh, my charity bet had paid out after six minutes on Bet365. Uh, my, my selection for that, uh, my single on Union Barrel. Odds of 6-4, to four, so nice, nice high odds. Uh, we're 2-0 up. With, with two goals in the opening five minutes in a game they actually had to come back in to draw three all at the end of the day so if you back it on bet three six you got paid out after six minutes and if you backed it anywhere else it was a losing bet which is what I think we're going to have to start doing with the charity just to ensure we get that insurance as yeah. we bet back on bet three six five three six five I know I know we don't like we're not sponsored by any books. We we have no arrangement with anything. But obviously, we've got our own personal opinions on them. And Bet three six five is head and shoulders the best bookmaker. It it, va- it varies for me. So see if I'm doing a builder, a cash builder in play. Skybet will have the next mm. over goal quicker than other bookmakers. Bet three six five always hold out for ah, two goals okay. early on. So on that, uh, Bet three six five is the best one for picking request a bets that you can build yourself because you can double them up with other games in which you can't do in other bookmakers. I think Willie Hill can do it, but Willie Hill is really restrictive in the leagues that it offers. I, I find Bet365 just in terms of no nonsense. It's like the Ron seal of bookmakers. Just no nonsense. Exactly what it says in the tin. You get the... None of this fucking scratch a card to get an odds boost in like things, I don't know, that, that <laughs> might get 
unserious gamblers in, you know, people that probably should be playing bingo somewhere. Bet365 do it properly. They're for the purist. So after that, sorry, that Bet365 ad, I'll talk about my charity bet, which was Halmstad versus uh, Orgright. Halmstad won it 1-0. So I went three for four uh, this week with only the outsider. Um, I went four for four. Yeah, if you used the right bookie. And I definitely had an extra banker because I did a banker quadruple this week. Um, and I'm sure I mentioned it in last week's podcast. I thought it was Munchen Gladback, but if that was Gordon's pick, it was something else in that league. And I got my first zero out of four for the first time since like one of our first episodes, Andy. I went it's back been a there. long time, John. I went yeah. scrolling through it. Yeah, it's the first time I've got nothing. I feel yeah. disgusted. Don't feel, don't feel too bad because Gordon and I uh, made up for it. So overall, yeah. it's not a blot in the copybook. Yeah. yeah, we're not quite we're not quite John out yet, but we'll uh, get there. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the Arteta peg now. Like, yeah, that's it. I'm not sure. <laughs> Uh, on to this week's picks, my banker is in the English Premier League. It is West Ham versus Man United on Saturday. I'm going back to a goal in the second half because it's what I like best. It's 1-4 to four in that game. United's last three matches, including PSG last night, second half goals, there's been seven of them. Um, West Ham have had a lot of second half goals, if I think back to the Spurs game as well, where they scored three to come back. I really don't see either team not conceding in the second half. I think 1-4 is really generous banker, banker odds just to have a goal. I think there'll be a lot of goals. I think Manu will also have one eye on Leipzig. Yeah, after last yeah. night, definitely. Yeah. So I think this could be a really fun game. It's actually a game I really fancy West Ham in, but I think there'll be goals. I think there'll be goals in the second half. I think David Moyes will always have that little bit of professional uh, motivation, wanting to show Man United what they, they could have done if they fucking backed him a little bit, I suppose. But yeah, goal in the second half of that game, one to four. My banker's on Sunday at 5pm. It's in the German Bundesliga. And I'm going to back against Schalke again. just because <laughs> Schalke, versus Lever- Schalke versus Leverkusen. Leverkusen for an away win are 1-2. to two. So quite, quite high odds for the banker. Uh, Leverkusen are in third place. 19 points from nine games. Schalke rock bottom table. Three points from nine fixtures so far. They've scored six goals in those nine games, Schalke. So they're, they're hardly prolific but they've conceded a massive 28 goals. That's just so leaky for a, for a top-table t- team. Um, Form-wise in the league, Leverkusen, 13 points in the last five games. So that's four wins and a draw. Uh, that draw was their latest game against Hertha, which ended 0-0. But that was a game they dominated. 14 attempts to Hertha's five, so not worried about that at all. Schalke have managed just two draws in their last five matches in the league. A 2-2 effort away at Mainz and a one all at home with Stuttgart. They just ship goals, um, and and Leverkusen don't tend to have any problem scoring them. So I think this is a comfortable away win, and odds of one to two are, are big. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I think just bet against Schalke until they turn something. Yeah, until that stops happening. I think that's fair. I was trying to find that fact. Their transfer market put up a, a fact that Schalke are on something like the third worst run in top league history. Like only wow. Derby have got more. 25 games on the spin. They haven't, they haven't got a win in. Um, they're terrible. But they're awful. Right. And, and it, it's, I mean, approaching Derby, and everyone knows that Derby season, you know, like that's... I'm amazed you're getting one to two on Leverkusen. It's not like Leverkusen are... Leverkusen are third in the fucking Bundesliga. I know. Yeah. It's, just you know, it's, it's, it's not like they're 
It's not. I know, but it's not like they're. This is. But this is a Sunday game, though. Yeah. So, so they, it's not. It's not that quick a turnaround. Ah, uh, yeah, one or two. They should. They should have enough. I'm. I'm happy taking quite a big price banker. It's. It's a great pick, and Agony and Schalke is, at this point is. You have to until they. they t- I think the bookies are just expecting that they'll turn it around at some point, but they might not. <laughs> they might just <laughs> and go on forever. Um, and I'll round off the bankers this week with another Sunday game at five pm. This is Crotone versus Napoli, uh, and I'm taking the away team Napoli at four to eleven. Uh, Crotone are this. This game is very similar to the Schalke versus um, uh, Leverkusen game. Crotone are bottom of the league, nine games played, two points. Six goals scored, 20 goals conceded. Napoli in fifth, and a fairly competitive fifth place um, behind Inter Sassuolo and Juve, tied, uh, sorry, tied with Juve and uh, AS Roma. There's one point between second and seventh at the moment in the Sierra A. Napoli are a much better team than them. They're beating crap teams, be- better crap teams away from home. They've beaten Benevento, who, are, who have been quite difficult for some of the teams this season. Like They've put up a really good fight, especially against Juve last week, where they got a one-each draw. Um, Crotone are, are, are terrible. They, got, they, they lost to Lazio, they lost to Atalanta. Uh, they drew 0-0 with second division Spal and got put out in penalties in the cup. Uh, they lost to AC Milan. They've beaten uh, Crotone every time they've played since 2007. I, I don't right. know what more I can give you. Fort Ellen. Yeah, that's a, that's good. Everything sounds very nice. Um, t- Football is actually not something I watch very often, um, but yeah, it all sounds great. Yeah, I watched them against. Uh, they were playing Aaron Hickey's Bologna last weekend. They are a rancid side. They are yeah. so so poor. Um, this is an easy win. This is like an actual doddle. So yeah, all over it. I am going to the Czech Republic and I'm going to Bohemians 1905 versus Pardubice. The home side, 9-10. to 10. They've won three of the four opening league games. The only team they've lost to is Victoria Pilsen. As a reversal, Pardo Bici have lost three of the four away games so far this season. Those three defeats have come to teams with a lower league position than Bohemians and a lower home record than Bohemians. So everything points to this being a, a mispriced even money bet. I'm all over it. Cool. I've got, I've got, I've got something similar, a lot closer to home. Sunday, quarter past two, in the English Premier League, Sheffield United versus Leicester. Leicester are ten to eleven <laughs> just now, which I think is is enormous. What? Uh, considering considering Leicester are fourth in the table through ten matches with eighteen points, they're only three points behind top of the table, Tottenham and Liverpool. Only three points behind them. Sheffield United have one point this whole season. They scored only four goals. In those ten league games, yeah, I mean that is that is brutal. That's a serious problem. Form-wise, Leicester nine points from the last five games. Obviously, Sheffield United zero points from their last five games. Leicester have won the last five meetings in a row between the two sides as well. There's there's nothing looking at this that would point you to Sheffield United being a good bet here at all. Now, nah. I I would expect to see Leicester. I mean, similar to the this is similar in setup to the Schalke Leverkusen game in terms of the form of the two teams and Definitely. the league position of the two teams and the historical nature of the two teams. Leicester are even money. I, th- I think that's huge. And I know people oh, anything can happen in the Premier League. Sheffield United have been perhaps a little unlucky in some of their games. But again, they're not playing a mid-table team. They're playing Leicester, who are only three points off the top. Yeah, I, I, I think there's so much value in an away win here. The, the, only, the, only, thing, the only reason this has been priceless, I think, is because of Fulham. Um, it's the only thing I can think yeah. of Leicester losing to Fulham but that's 
that's a fine result. It's a massive free. Yeah, great. I'll, I'll I'll take the boost in odds you can get back in Leicester against Sheffield United as a result yeah. of that game. Fantastic. One hundred percent. Gordo, take us to which to the the bet of the week because I can't understand this. <laughs> yeah. So this is it, um, makes, it makes no sense. So this is uh, yeah. I'm, I'm putting the bet of the week again into my value slot, and I'm also in Scandinavia, but this time. I am in uh, Sweden for the, in the Super Etan, which is the Swedish second division. This is top of the table, Halmstad versus 12th in the table, Trelleborgs. How many teams? Uh, so that is, Halmstad are top of the table in a 16-team league. Uh, Trelleborgs are just outside the relegation zone on goal difference at the moment on yep. 32 points. Um, Halmstad have been incredible. Of recent, they've won their last five away games. They haven't conceded a goal in their last three away games and have scored uh, eleven past teams that are better than uh, Trelleborgs. Trelleborgs at home, uh, they beat Leung Skeel and they've drawn their last four games at home. Every historical meeting where Hamstad have played away, they've won this game up until twenty eleven. So that is the last six iterations of it. Hamstad have won their last five games, not just home and up, home and away. Uh, not just their away games. Um, Trelleborgs have five points, uh, seven points from the last five. You're getting Halmstad at over even money. You're getting them at 12 to 11. Last week, they they beat Orgripe for us in the charity slot at four to seven. Take them at a bigger price this week uh, at even money. And, you know, hopefully you shall be re- rewarded for it. I can't see any reason why this... Uh, having looked at this... Fi- I looked at this fixture so far ahead after uh, last week's game against Orgripe that I thought this was going to be my banker this week. But it just so happens the odds are, like Andy's Leicester case, are so high that it would be slightly insulting to put them in the banker column when they could be a good value. So, Halmstad away at Trelleborgs. That is Saturday at 2pm. Yeah, Trelleborgs score at home one goal a game. Halmstad have conceded six goals in 15 away games this season. So, that team aren't going to score against them. No. And in that same uh, 15 league games, Hangstad have scored 28 goals away from home. Yeah. I've no idea where this price is coming from. To me, it's a clean sheet. It's a win. The, the price is Hell, coming from they've drawn, a lot of, they've, draw, they've drawn a lot of games at home against teams that were previously on quite good runs. Yeah. Um, but Degerfors, uh, who they got a one-each draw against, have really came off the boil. And I just don't think there's enough attention paid to this league for an in-depth review no, by not. the bookies. They'll just go... Uh, around even money. The other team haven't lost at home in five games. So, um, take it even money. I think they'll win comfortably. Yeah. Um, on the outsiders, I'm... Have Hamstad won that league yet? No. Yep. So, that you, you're thinking of the Bodo Glimped League where it's it's almost, it's well finished. Uh, Hamstad are... Let me just go to it again. I, are only I, five points only, clear. They're only five how points many, clear. How many teams are in the league? 16. Or is it finished? No, no, I'm just, I'm, I'm, no, it's not. I was, I'm, I'm just wondering why that, why that price could be that. No, because the only Hamstad way I could really understand is, is if they've. Uh, it's the last game of the season. Sorry, I've overlooked that. That's what it is. They've won the league already. It's right. Okay. I've, I've missed that as well. Then, so I, I mean, I'm still taking them. Hmm. Uh, I would still be taking them. I don't think I'm still that. taking them, but that can save Trelleborgs. That's yeah. that's that's why it's that price. I'd missed that as well. Because I thought they still had a couple of games left. Trelleborg really need the win. Or they're in the relegation spots. But they're also really, really shite. They are really shite. So 
No, I, drink, I, I still stick with it. It's a, I think Hamstad are in too much a run. They won't want to give it up. It's similar to the the. the it explains the price, but hey, yeah, you, you had this, you had this last week, Gordon, and yeah. in the team you back one five one. But I didn't. But last week I knew that. This week I didn't. So that that was an <laughs> oversight there, if you know what I mean. But I, I'm still going to take Hamstad in that spot. They'll be on my coupon. The so, um, good. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I don't. I don't get it. Unless Hamstad are planning on playing nobody, but unless there's Swedish press out just now and they're all out in the piss, like that's <laughs> that's the only thing. <laughs> nah, I still go for it. I still go yeah. for it. My outside yeah. is in Scotland. It's in the Scottish Premier League. It's an iteration of a match that happened last week in the League Cup. St. Mun versus Aberdeen. I'm taking the home side St. Mun again as they won late on, 13 to 5. Aberdeen are still missing like seven players. Um, they're really short of form just now. St. Mun, on the flip side, they're actually really, really solid at home. Um, really good. A lot of single goal wins. St. Mun had a real blip around when they had the, the COVID outbreak in their team. I think they lost like four or, four or five in the spin. Since then, it's all turned around. Since it, the League Cup form, home form against Aberdeen, a really strong defensive side. Aberdeen don't tend to score a lot of goals. It might be famous last words, probably. Missing the players are missing. I, I, think, this is a, I think this is a really good price for St Murn at 13-5. I think you're on the right side of it. I think a sneaky 1-0 win or a single goal win. It's exactly what I'm looking for to repeat their League Cup triumph, which, by the way, has left that League Cup wide open. Like, see, with the exception of Rangers, that's anybody's. Like, I heard Andy Hardy talking about like Hearts getting knocked out to Iowa. Yeah, like it was like yeah. a double a double blip for them because then they seen Celtic get knocked out and you went, "That's one of the two. That's one of the two gone." Um, but yeah, I think someone will win that game. Thirteen to five, really, really high priced. Considering it's only last week, the same issues at Aberdeen exist as did seven days ago. And yeah. you're still giving St. Murn almost what three to one. Brilliant price. You Brilliant like it? Price. Get on it. That's the. <laughs> that sounds like a man with no confidence in that bet. Saying a, a that game's, a game's a draw to me. A game's a, a one each draw. Like like, and it'll be. It, we talk about this all the time. I, I talk about all the, this all the time. I can't help but see every Scottish game as being a one each draw. <laughs> like it's just it's no, no confidence in anyone getting anything out of anything. Um, but yeah. I, 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 it's admitting, I'd, rather, I'd much rather be on the side of St Mirren than Aberdeen yeah. though <laughs> on the right side with the odds I think yeah um, my outsider is a, a huge game this weekend uh, Friday at half past seven UK time live on BT Sport 2 it's the Berlin Derby Hertha versus Union so I took Union last week as my, my charity bet we spoke about how the bet paid out within six minutes, uh, but they ended up eventually having to come back late and, and draw the game three all. So if, Union are very exciting to watch just now. This will be a cracking game to watch. Uh, his, Hertha have historically been the winners of this Berlin derby. Um, and that's just because they've always been the better team with more resources, um, obviously playing at the Olympia Stadion. And just historically, they've always been a division higher and just a, a class higher than Union. But that's that's not the case anymore. Certainly not the case this year. And um, Hertha have won just one of their last eight league games. Six losses, two draws in there. So not, not great. Uh, Union are unbeaten in their last eight league games. Four wins and four draws. Form heavily favours Union here. Squad just now heavily favours Union here. Union are unbeaten away from home so far this season. Um, their four away games have been two wins and two draws, although they have conceded in all those games. So they so they do like to, to concede goals, um, but they do score a lot of goals as well. I think 
it's just the price of a union win being two to one is enough for me to to side with them. If I had to pick a winner of this game, I'd, I'd pick Union anyway. You know, if it was an even money bet from both teams, uh, I'd, I'd probably back the away side Union Berlin. I think if you saw the stats of the two teams just now and how this season's going with the league and, and team names blanked out, you would you would pick Team B to win here. Yeah. Um, and 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 they've got they're priced up at two to one. I think that's I think that's good. Um, I, f- I like that one as well. Like really, really big fan. But Gordo, this bet that you've got is fucking ridiculous, man. <laughs> right? Okay. I, I don't know if that's going to be good or bad here. <laughs> no, no, good. It's a compliment. I've I have no clue what I'm looking at unless unless I've got the wrong yenny that I'm looking at. But I don't. Yeah. Think <laughs> Yeah, so I'm taking, so to, to preface this bet, this is in, in Turkey for me, this is on Saturday, it's at 1pm, um, this is Yeni Mal, um, Malal- Malagyaspor, I was going to say Malagyaspor, Malagyaspor versus Istanbul with Saxahir. I watched the game uh, the other night, or last night, where uh, Leipzig played against uh, Basaksa here. They gave everything in that game, and they're going to be absolutely knackered <laughs> in this game. They're playing against a team, Yeni, who've won their last five home games on the spin. And they've won their last three by the scoreline of 2-0. Other teams aren't scoring against them. Basaksa here haven't been good away from home. They lost to Besiktas, um, they and they've lost, they've lost to Besiktas in the Turkish league. They've obviously lost to Man United. They lost against Leipzig when they played them. But if you look back to the start of the season, they've also lost games against um, Karagumruk and Hatayaspor. So some lower down the league teams. Um, Yeni are pretty good and have taken uh, five, taken eight points from the last five games. Basaksa here have won most of the home games they've played, but that's not the case away from home. I fancy Yeni here at three to one. Um Coming back from that game, that'll be such a gutter for them. When you see, did, I don't know if any of you caught the game last night. Um, they, they, uh, they, 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 went, they got it, got it back to three each, which kept their qualification hopes alive uh, in the 90th minute, and then could see the 92nd minute goal to knock them officially out, like not into the Europa League, not into anything like gone out of the Champions League. Um, one guy for their team, I can't remember who it was, got a hat trick for them, and they still didn't mm. manage to win. Which is a feat that's only been uh, replicated before by Gareth Bale and Cristiano Ronaldo. Both both players have had Champions League hat tricks and lost the game. Wow. Um, so yeah, it, I, I'm 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 backing a knackered Basaksa here to lose to Yeni. Uh, you're getting Yeni at three to one. Uh, uh, yeah, I really like this. Uh, uh, yeah, well, it looks uh, great on the right side of that man. There's no way you're in the wrong side of that, and yeah. it's the the volume of games that they've had to play it's seriously hindering them, man. And I think a trip are they away? I think they're away. They're away. Yeah, uh, mate. Yeah, all over that. Like it. Yeah, I love it. I like it a lot, but I know fuck all about that league. <laughs> Apart from what I've what I've looked at uh, after Gordon has has proffered that as his pick, but anyway, you know, it looks cracking. You know who is in that league that I only found out and started reading about? Remember Stephen Colker? Yeah, you know he's eligible to play for Scotland. Aye, I, I, I seen I seen that, and he was talking, and it's a, a Sun article that somebody put up saying like Stephen Colker fancied uh, would love to be part of the Scotland squad for the Euros. He's currently top of that league, having played yeah. every game for. Uh, Anglespor, I think it is. Well, Anglespor, yeah. It's it's. It, <laughs> so I was can, like, I was like, there's no way, there's no way, some English fucking thirty-four year olds just like hopping on a trip to the Euros, and then looked at him. He's only just turned twenty-eight. 
It's yeah, amazing that, when that happens. I was like, he's got the really... he's got he's got the Johnny Russell thing. Ah, he's what age? I'm a, get, get him in for a qualifier and see what he's like, man. He's keeping clean sheets at Turkey. He's he's top of a major league. <laughs> there's no way. Imagine they keep up this run and there's a Scottish available centre half that wins a Turkish title and gets into the Champions League, and we're like, nah. Where's Andy Considine? <laughs> uh, right on to the charity. Ten pounds of our own money on a treble. Hopefully, we win this time so we can give some money. So I think it's been about four weeks. I've gone quite conservative with my odds and my pick. It's the Spanish league fixture between Sevilla and Real Madrid. I'm taking both teams to score in that game at 4-9. to nine. Real Madrid's last eight games have had both teams to score. They leak a lot of goals. And actually, the games in which they haven't, it's been weird 2-0 wins where there's been loads of chances either way. Shakhtar beat them 2-0 in the Champions League midweek there. Real had a shit ton of chances to score. Real beat Inter 2-0 in the San Siro the previous week in the Champions League. But, can, but for some reason, Inter missed so many open chances. Lukaku, it's the only game he's no scored in the last seven. And on top of that, take it, that's only Champions League. So take away that. You've got 10 out of Real Madrid's last 10 games in the league, half of both teams to score. So I'm pretty confident this will be a high-scoring game. I'm pretty confident both teams will score. But I have no idea who will win. It could be a draw. But both teams to score is the obvious, simple pick that I'm going for. And I've been the shite bag. I've watched Gordo take odds of 25, 47. I'm shiting it. Used to are making up the odds. I'm happy with it. I was about to say, see, as soon as you said, I've gone for a pick for the charity bet. It's four to nine. It's going to say, Gary, you need some sort of shite bag siren sound effect <laughs> to come in there. So does that, it's four to nine. <laughs> just, just something, you know? And we can play it every time that there's a noticeable shite bag bet. But it seems like, I mean, it seems, it seems fine. Good pick. I like it. Very yeah. low, very low price. Um, my charity pick, uh, I've tried to go for something around even money. This easily could have been my value bet, um, but I, I opted for, for Leicester instead. Similar type game, except this one's in the German Bundesliga. Saturday at 2.30pm, Freiburg against Borussia Mönchengladbach. Mönchengladbach have just been really impressive of late. Uh, they've put in some really good shift in the Champions League as well. Uh, they were unlucky to lose 3-2 to Inter midweek. There was a goal chopped off, a VAR chop off. It took forever. Um, in the 85th minute, they would have made it 3-all. In the league, they're in seventh spot. They've got 10 points from the last five matches in the form table. Freiburg are really struggling. They're 14th place. They've scored 10 goals, but they've conceded double that. They've conceded 20. It's their form that's, that's really problematic. Um, they've only got two points from the last five games, and they look like a team that going through a really hard patch. And playing against Mönchengladbach is not a good time for them to do that. So happy to back Mönchengladbach away from home at odds of 9 to 10. It's a good pick. Like it, like it. And my, to round off this week's show and to round off this week's uh, charity bet, I have got Spal at home to Pisa. This is in the Sierra B. This is on Saturday at 1pm. So Spal were last year's uh, relegated team out of uh, the Sierra A. They've won their last five games on the spin. They're playing against a Pisa side who have conceded conceded in their last five games they've conceded three or more goals four times like they've they lost 4-1 they won 2-1 away at Regina they, they drew 4-4 they lost 3-1 to Intella and they lost 3-1 to Empoli this is a team in a league that you don't concede goals they yeah. are shipping goals they are 20 goals conceded this season overall Um Spal have won their last three home games 2-0. I was almost tempted to look at this as a correct score, but the correct score odds 
if of seven to one were a bit spicy for a banker to be on uh, to, for a charity bet to be honest. Um, so I'm just going to take Spal in this situation, and you'll get them around even money. They're four to five at the moment, but I do suspect that as the weekend comes in, that will drift down. Yeah, if you ever put a correct score in the charity bet, I just would not allow that. I would veto that to hell. <laughs> Well, to be fair, I didn't need the bookies paying out early for my charity bet come in last week. I just had a, you know, I didn't, I didn't have to exclusively use Bet365 for mine. Seven to one would really boost the odds. I mean, John's, John's, John's taking that down to three and a half to one with his pick. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I'm now curious. I'm now doing this thing where I'm like stalling because I want to go check on the odds or something because I now feel that I want to up my odds on the charity. Don't don't, don't worry do about it. The it. charity bet sounds fine. Well, I'll talk quickly, guys, about it. It's forty-seven on Skybet. Actually, I'm doing myself an injustice. <laughs> Andy, while John's looking for his bets, then tell us what what's been going on in the Facebook group this week, or, or what is it? Facebook group, yeah. Just uh, for listeners to join the Facebook group, there's great content there. Search Trample Bet Podcast on Facebook. Uh, Chris Kelly this week with the, with the shout of the week from the Facebook group, the Finnish women's team to beat the Scottish women's team. I got on that. Thank you very much, Chris. Odds of 6.0 on Poker Stars, so 5-1. to one. What an end to that game. Scotland, it was nil-nil. Scotland battered the Finnish goal for about 15 minutes. And then there was four minutes of stoppage time. Into the fifth minute of stoppage time, one of the Finnish girls just boots it as hard as she can up the pitch for a clearance. Finnish striker runs onto it. She's all alone. Tries her very best to make a complete arse of it, but with the worst first and second touch you're ever going to see. The Scottish keeper slips, gives her even more time. She still knocks it far too far in front of her and can only get off a really terrible shot straight at the keeper that comes straight back at her, rebounds off her face and goes in the goal. To make that bet, to make that bet come in, it's an absolute. Oh, it's comical. It's farcical fashion, but a great, a great pick um, from Chris Kelly. So, cheers for that, Chris. Um, there's all sorts of good stuff gets posted in there uh, from tips from from people all around the world. Michael Stokes already has some stuff up about the England France rugby match on Sunday at two yeah. pm. So go, so go and have a look at that. Uh, he's consistently brilliant um, yeah. when it when it comes to when it comes to finding value in, in rugby games. Uh, Facebook groups also you'll find some chat about the uh, fantasy Premier Leagues that we do, um, the, the fantasy contests in the salary cap league this week. I don't know about you guys, but I had an absolute nightmare. I had Watkins, Jimenez and Bamford up front. So that was like Bamford did nothing. Watkins missed a penalty and had a goal rolled off and Jimenez got a, a fractured skull. So that was three points from, <laughs> from whole bit, front did, line. He, did he get negative points for that? Because that's a bit harsh. No, Z, I, 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 think, I think one point in total. Um, yeah, just and I had Son and Abamyang as well, so they get nothing. Luckily, Bruno Fernandez saved the week for me as, as 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 my captain. But I'm doing not very great in that in in that league. Chris Jones has reclaimed the the top spot there. Um, I think there's a hundred and forty quid prize for this, so he's on six hundred and fifty five points, two points ahead of Ian McEwen. Plenty of time left for everyone to catch up. But where it matters is the draft league. Um, so I opened up a six-point gap at the top of the table uh, with a glorious win over Jason Stott and also a side bet win as well, Jason. So if you're listening, which I know you are, just transfer me those funds whenever you get a chance. That would be, be nice. How did I do the uh, 
Well, I, I don't know your exact results, but I know there's a whole host of guys now on 18 points in second place. Eddie Friel, Ollie Hornby, Andy Sweeney, and Jason Sott. Now, there's, there's loads going on. Um, your, yourself and Gordon obviously have, have less than 18 points. So by, by about a bit, yeah. By a smidgen, I believe. Oh, well. So join the Facebook group. You can get involved in these various competitions where, uh, at the start of them when, when they come up. It's good fun. Uh, but the main thing is the Patreon, John. Yeah, um, www.patreon.com forward slash trampabet. Guys, there's not many extra episodes. We've never done one this week. I was way, way, way too busy to be picking out Champions League stuff. But we do extra episodes, golf, uh, horse racing, UFC, everything you want, and extra football every week when there's European football and midweek fixtures. It's £5 a month. It really helps us with lip sync costs because that is not cheap. We do a free podcast, but it costs us money. It costs us like 30 quid a month to run this. So... Thankfully, Patreon's been picking up the bill, but if more ease could support us, it would make it a hell of a lot easier for us to, to promote and get more episodes out for you. And yeah, just improve the content and the sound, because although Zoom's been a lifesaver, we definitely do need to get fucking improved equipment, because the sound's not what it was when we had our studio, and we've got all that Better. amazing studio equipment that's fucking doing nothing, because we don't have the equipment at home to use it properly. So yeah. get, get hold of it because we can use those programmable buttons for the shite bag side. Really. <laughs> um, yeah. Also on Patreon, you also get the uh, the cheat sheet, which is all the picks from this week, all the banker bets, value bets, outsider bets, and charity bets written down, and you're able just to pull them up on the uh, Patreon app and look at them on your your phone screen. Five pound a month for all of that. That's that's all. That's all we are. We understand that that is a lot of money to some people in these current times, but. £5 a month would really, really help us to move forward and get more promotion and more episodes out there. So We understand there's a lot of money in these challenging times, but we also understand most of our audience are quite happy to fuck off 50 quid on a random Iranian Premier League game. Only if it's a solid bet. So swings and roundabouts there. <laughs> I thought you were going to delve into, if, oh, if, if you're working from home, at the moment you can claim a £6 a week tax relief anyway. So you just give us one of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, um, that was the podcast. Have a good weekend. It's been fun. Happy hunting. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.